Welcome to the podcast ears to feel. Today's episode is titled, What is Love Anyway? Join in with Denise as she celebrates Valentine's Day with you and discusses love. Hey everybody, happy Valentine's Day. Welcome to another episode of the Ears to Feel podcast. Today's episode is titled, What is Love Anyway? Since it is the day of love, I wanted to talk about this burning question, what is love anyway? Now, if you're like me, love is one of the greatest feelings you can experience. Love is to be shared. Love is to be given away. Love is something that each of us seek and try to find in our life. It's a wonderful thing. However, to love is to accept God's love for us and then pass it on. We can't do that without a relationship with the Creator Himself, with God. God is our true source of love. He is the reason we're able to love, that we're truly able to love the way God would want us to, to accept his love for us through his salvation. Then his spirit can and will enable us to love unselfishly, with the focus being on God first and then moving outward from there. Love is not dependent on words or languages or sex. But I do feel it requires empathy, compassion towards one another, and patience to understand and then intertwine. Carnal love and godly love are very different. Carnal love means relating to physical, especially sexual needs and activities. Godly romantic love has other elements, including physical attraction, but not limited to carnality alone. It has the very attributes of Christ flowing through, including undefiled, faithful commitment to one another. Romans 5, 8 says, But God clearly shows and proves his own love for us, by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, in my mind, that is the ultimate example of what love is. When you can die for someone, that's love. You really love that person. Because, let's face it, how many people actually die for someone else? In the name of love. But Jesus did. God sent his son to die for us. So, in effect, to answer the question, what is love anyway? That is love. God's love is what love is. So, you may ask, but how do I get filled with God's love, Denise? We do this through salvation. Through God's love, accepting him as our Savior. Faith and believing. 
He's the only way we're able to love truly and completely and deeply without reservation, without selfish tendencies, and without conditions that we normally place on the people that we're in relationship with. Now, anytime you enter a new relationship, a lot of times the value of love is quickly placed on it. It's stamped. I'm in love. It's sealed. But it shouldn't be. Most of the time when you're brand new in a relationship, it's infatuation or lust or physical attraction or sex. Those things are important. I'm not saying they're not. But they're not the basis of the relationship. They're not going to make the relationship stand long term for years on its own without true love, without God's love being intertwined in that relationship. We have to have a complete love within us to be able to give that to someone else in a fulfilling manner. Now, if our hearts are empty and we're longing for something, and there's a void, then we oftentimes look to another person to fill that up, right? We think, that's what I need. That's, that's it. That's what I need. I just, I need another person in my life. But we do need love. And we do need a person. We need our person. Those things are, are crucial. But when you're asking what is love anyway? You have to equate God's love to true human, physical, relational love. That's where the success comes in. You cannot expect another person to meet your every need. It will not happen. They're humans. They're full of imperfections. We have imperfections. They have failures. We all have failures. I have failures. They have things within them that, if not filled through God completely, they can't give you. It's just not going to happen. Each of us as, has a requirement and a responsibility to seek God first. Then we can pour out what God has given us. But until then, it's shallow. It's going to leave you longing for something, for a deeper level of connection. I feel the, the reason that people move from relationship to relationship prior to marriage, and unfortunately, even after marriage, is they're seeking something. They're longing, they're looking, they're needing something. And they're hoping to find that within another person or another thing. When the person or the thing can't deliver it, and if they're not married, and like I said, sometimes even if they are, they break up, divorces happen, they move on, the cycle continues. And they start all over again, leaving behind a trail of broken hearts, 
dissatisfaction, feelings of rejection, and even betrayal. When some of those feelings could have been avoided if the persons had just known and were true and evaluating within themselves what they were looking for to start with. When you're completely full of God's love and his peace and his joy and his salvation, then you can present yourself to someone in a healthy, happy way. You know what you have inside of you. You know what you have to give. You're secure. You're confident. You're, you're able to relax and be peaceful. You're not looking for the other person to meet your every need that will come in life. It's just not going to happen. It can't. That person cannot do that for you. So don't set your relationship up for failure. Seek God first. I can't say that enough. Seek God first. Allow him to fill you up with his love. And then you can answer that question. What is love anyway? You'll know. Love is God. When we find that, and when we allow God to fill the void inside of us, then we can love equally, successfully, and fully. Nobody is expected to meet our needs emotionally, physically, or intellectually 100%. They just can't do it. First John 9 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not know God, whoever does not love God, does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love amongst us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we may live through him. That's how we love. That answers that question. We don't have to go looking for love. We don't have to question and then put pressure on ourselves and feel tormented when love disappoints because it will. But if you have and are operating in God's love for you and you allow him to fill you up completely at your very core, then the relationship can flow and flourish. It can be free to grow and to become what it was meant to become. Galatians 5, and 23 speaks about the fruits of the Spirit, which we receive through God's Spirit in us after salvation. The fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while we wait, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Galatians 5:22 and 23 states that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control those are the things that we should be striving for. 
not sex and drugs and alcohol and adrenaline rushes and the things that we all chase from time to time or have been known to. Love and joy are wonderful to have. Peace and patience, those come with time and seeking God and asking him to develop them in our lives. And for some of us, they can take years to develop. Kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, those are attributes that are also very important to a relationship. You also have to have commitment, true, long-term, long-suffering commitment with self-control. And you have to understand you have work to do. You have a responsibility to take control of your actions and your thoughts and your feelings and put them in line with God. You have to align yourself with him first. And then all of the love that you're wanting to give and receive will be present. And the other person, of course, has that same responsibility. If a relationship is failing, ask yourself this question. How much of the fruits of the Spirit are you operating in? When is the last time you asked God to fill you with his very Spirit? To give you the fruits of the Spirit in completion and to help those to develop in you so that you can be the person that you need to be in order to be a good partner. And your partner should be asking those questions as well. So if both people would be operating in the fruits of the Spirit, and if they would put God at the center of the relationship, then and only then can true love abound and be successful. That's what true love is. It's displaying God's love and filling us up with that first and then letting it flow outward to our family, our friends, our loved ones, and our romantic partners. Then and only then can we experience true, fulfilling love. So again, what is love anyway? Love comes from God. His true love is what fulfills us. And then we're able to love others. If you have enjoyed this podcast today and you maybe want to explore this a little more deeply, maybe you have some questions, drop me a comment and I'll be happy to talk about it with you. My email is earstofeel at gmail.com. So thank you for joining me today. Enjoy the remainder of your Valentine's Day and I hope you have a good afternoon. Thank you.